This is the Marketing Muscle Up Show, hosted by Richard Tutunji, where he gives you a peek behind the scenes into the conversations and strategies that can help you grow your fitness business and live the life you've always dreamed of. Welcome back to the Marketing Muscle Up Podcast Show. And in today's episode, I've got a really special guest. For anybody who is a studio owner, this is going to be a really relative one for you. If anybody who's a working parent, this is going to be a great episode for you. If anybody has been struggling in their business for a long duration of time, waiting for something amazing to happen, i.e. grow your business or triple your business, this is going to be an episode for you. Welcome to the Marketing Muscle Up Podcast Show. In today's episode, I have an amazing fitness professional, uh, someone who I've been able to uh, personally work with over the last probably three years, two years, three years. And um, I want to introduce you to Kylie Ray. She's from Recreate Women's Fitness. That's Recreate Women's Fitness in uh, Wollongong, which is uh, about an hour from um, Sydney CBD, something like that. And she is just on a growth path trajectory, moving from strength to strength. Welcome to the show, Kylie. Thanks, Rich. Thanks for having me and excited to uh, share my story today. I'm really excited, um, really, really excited because, you know, you've had a journey and I might just little, might, you, like, might let you explain the journey, but, you know, when we first met, um, Two and a half years ago, what is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah. yeah about two and yes. a half years ago, uh, probably three, right? I reckon at least three. Um, I remember you. I remember it very clearly. You came, I think it was into one of our. We had a, a half day workshop, a free half day workshop. It's called New Age Online Marketing. You came along with a friend, and I was Tracy, and um, you know, you said to me, Richard, I've been watching you from the sidelines. I've been watching Com from the sidelines, and. I, I just, you know, I was just sitting there on the fence for so long, uh, probably financially, I'm going to ask you that question, fearful, uh, not sure what direction. And you, you had a studio, it's called Recreate Women's Fitness in Wollongong, been there for eight years, nine years. And yeah. you're in this plateau stage for many of those years. And I think a lot of people can resonate with that. Um, yeah. I think you're at 80, 90, 100 members, something like that. Yeah. And you just couldn't pop it past that. You just couldn't push the lever past that. But, but you've been working, you've been hustling, you've been getting up in the morning, <laughs> you've been late, you've been putting the hours in, you've got a creation, you're doing everything right. Yes. But you just, you just couldn't move past that. So I'm really excited to talk to you because I think a lot of people in the same situation um, as you. So take, take me back a little bit, mm-hmm. your background. I mean, I know you've been in the game for 32 years in the fitness industry. Well done, by the way. Yes, yes, 32 years. It's a long time. So a little bit into my background, um, probably like most people uh, listening to the show today, um, I've always been into sport, loved sport, always been a passion of mine. I actually started teaching a um, fitness program when I was in sixth class to my peers um, called Health Hustles. So I really already was already involved in that sort of teaching of fitness and being involved in fitness. Um, At the age of about 15 years, I got an opportunity to go to a local fitness uh, club down here in Wollongong and I fell in love with fitness, aerobics, G-string leotards, 
you know, leg warmers, the whole lot. I really, really fell in love with it. And that started my journey in the industry. So, yeah, that's how I started. Right. It, with the leotards and just getting in there. Love it. <laughs> love it. Now, you, so you are working in, um, in gyms and facilities. Yes. Uh, when did you decide to open your own door, Kylie? Um, look, uh, probably, it was about probably about 15 years ago. I was working for a local large female franchise and decided that I wanted to be outdoors and decided to open up my own outdoor business um, here in Wollongong. And Wollongong is a beautiful place. But the one thing I did notice with training outdoors is even though I grew and it was really popular at the time, yeah. women don't always want to train outdoors, to be honest. If you, I wanted to grow my business, I needed to be indoors because not every woman loves being outdoors training amongst the environment and mm. where everyone's mm. on show. Yeah. So, yeah, having that, having that um, thinking about that, that was what I needed to do and where, where I needed to go. And um, so you got a space, uh, kind of a warehouse space, mm -hmm. you opened up. Um, yeah. How did the first few years go for you in that? <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, well, it was, I was really super pumped to, to open the studio, but I must be honest, it, oh, the first year was okay. And then after that, it went, took a massive dive. Uh, not knowing how to run a business, big rookie error, no idea how to run a business, no idea how to run staff, not really being financial, um, not having any business plan, didn't know how to market. All I knew is that I loved what I did. Yeah. I understood how amazing fitness was for any person um, and I was so passionate about it. Um, so I knew that was good, but that was all that was good within the business. And yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty daunting actually to open a business and have no idea. <laughs> and so, you know, for anybody listening to like, you know, when that it's, you know, I remember when I, when I got my first studio, I, I just thought marketing was an A-frame sign at the front, mm. a sign at the front. <laughs> and, and I called it hope, Mar I didn't know. I called it hope marketing now, but I had no, no idea at the time. We yeah. think that's the way. Yeah. And um, so take me through, you know, uh, where, where you got to that point in the first, let's say, seven, eight years, what were your numbers like? What were your members? What did that look like? Look, lucky for me, um, I had a really good referral base. So I think that made me survive the way I did. I can't really say it's survival because I must admit I was in major debt, whereas it's financial um, debt, tax debt, superannuation, overstaffed. Um, so, but referrals got, got me the members in and kept me, and, and it was never afloat. I, I can tell you now, I had no money. And I'll, I've spoken to Richard about this before. I was actually taking money from my own piggy bank at home. Um, it was getting that embarrassing. But I truly did believe, Rich, that I had an amazing product and that yeah. what I was doing was right. And I just needed to know how to get it out there, get the message across. And if I could do that, then I know I would succeed, you know, and that's, where I was at seven, eight years ago, believing that I had a good product and I could get there, but I just needed that direction and help to get it out there. Mm. And and to kind of maybe take a long story and put it short, because I've got a lot of questions for you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, like, we, you decided to come into our program, Com Ninjas. And yeah. I remember our very first strategy session, I 
we were, I think it was over Zoom at the time. That was before COVID. Mm -hmm. And what was that? And, um, and it was almost like you, I just felt in you that you really wanted to grow. And I've been through that, you know, me and Joey been definitely been through those dark stages where you're, you're overstaffed, you're, you've got a great product, but more people didn't know about it. And that's kind of why I, I really mm -hmm. love um, working with yourself and people on that same journey where it's just, they've got a great product. We just need to get it out there. And yeah, I, I guess your story is that you started, you know, with us about, a, a not, I think it was 90 members. Is that correct, Kylie? Something around that? Uh, right? I was sitting around, I think, yeah, floating anywhere between 90 and 120. Yep. Yeah. So the 90, 120, the, the famous 100. And then uh, in the first eight months, you went to 200 members, doubled the members. And I was so, I was so like, I was so excited for you to do that. And um, you've been through our scale program and now um, you're at over 300 members, something like 330, um, you know, this week, huge, yeah. huge yeah. growth. Um, take me through that process when you went from 190 to 120 to 200, what, what did you have to do and how did it make you feel knowing that you got off this barrier that you're on for so long? Um, look, I think the best advice that I got from someone was to learn to let go and to put your faith in people, in experts in their field. And what I did well was motivate and get women enthused about exercise and, and getting a result and just feeling good about themselves. So I had to learn to let go and trust in the process of learning to market and grow my business through marketing. Um, I would look around and I noticed a little bit that was a lot of young gyms coming up and there was all this Instagram and all these things happening that I didn't and wasn't aware of of how much it had an impact in a business to grow a business. So mm. for me coming to Com, it was a big deal financially. I didn't have it, but I had to trust that process and had to invest in this and to allow me to grow. Look, the journey in the last couple of years has been amazing for me as a, as a woman, as a mum, to be able to step back, grow the business and now be where I should have been probably years before, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, I've, I've put people in place. I've got Com helping me with marketing. I've got more staff now than ever before, but everyone's doing a job, whereas I didn't do that before. I tried to do everything. Um, and it's only because of the education and the marketing that I've been doing with Com, it's allowed me to grow. Does it, yeah. Yeah, and, and when mm. you're in that stage of not getting other people, do you think it's because it's a trust factor or do you think it's just purely a, a cash flow problem or do you think it's like I'm just too indecisive to figure out I'll just do it myself or it's a bad routine mm -hmm. where do you think most people are at oh, it's probably cash flow yeah I think is um yeah look I don't know where the younger generation sit because I'm a little bit older so I had no idea about Instagram or Facebook or anything like that younger generation they're all over it so I'm not sure how they feel business-wise I think sometimes they think that they can do everything as well mm. but I can tell you now once I've invested in getting more professionals in my business involved in their areas my business has flourished so if you're sort of sitting on a fence thinking, no, I can do my own marketing. Well, marketing is a full-time job, I can tell you now. So if you're trying to teach and be this person and train your staff and do everything else, you're not going to be able to do all the marketing that needs to be done as well. So you need to be pulling on the experts to help you to get that. Um, yeah, does that make sense? 
Totally. And I want to, mm. I want to dig a little bit before we get into the other stories, because you, you, you as you mentioned, you're a mum uh, of three, mm-hmm. is that correct? Mm-hmm. And um, for anybody who's a mum or a father or a parent or a carer out there, um, you know, running a business and also running a family, um, that's, that's two different jobs as well. So I want to touch on that for a second, but before I do, the, I think a lot of people are interested about, okay, Kylie, how, how'd you go from hundred to 300? What was the one or two items that you had to do to change some of the fundamental things early on in that piece? Um, you know, yeah. was it branding? Was it social yeah. media? What, what exactly yeah. was it, Kylie? <laughs> uh, uh, well, look, first off, it was branding. I didn't really realize the effect of my brand and how I, how it, my, just my logo and the mm. color of my logo, how that it didn't have any appeal to women because one, I love blue. So my logo was recreate fitness and it was blue. So I'm in a prime position where I am here in Wollongong but people would drive past. And if you looked at the sign, you'd see recreate fitness blue. You would have no idea that I was a niche market of women in their training women. You would think, oh yeah, there's, there's a fitness facility maybe in there. You wouldn't know that. And it was because it came to comm straight away. So my brand was totally wrong. So I didn't even have the word women in there. So that was a really important thing. So now it's recreate women's fitness and it's majority pink. And I get that now. You flick through an Instagram or something. As soon as you see pink and fitness, you go, oh, women. Whereas before I was blue. So even just those little things, I know to some people, they might already know this. But to a lot of people, you might just do what I did. I love blue. I'm going to go with that. And, you know, that that made a difference. Um, you know, social media, I think uh, the biggest thing for me is I already had a really good referral base yep. in my club. I just needed my people to tell you or tell the people out there what I had. It didn't need to come from me. They already know, like, and trust me, people looked at me and thought, I know that girl. She's been in the industry for a while. But it's the members, my real women, real stories show that mm. really kicked it off for me, mm. which is, again, something that Com helped me with. Um, yeah, that really grew the business as well, getting members to talk for me. And and I'll just um, share with the audience, like, there's, you know, even go back to Logo. I do remember having that conversation <laughs> with you. I think it was one of the first sessions, you know, yes. you were in our office and, uh, one of our seminars and I said, oh, because sometimes when we, when I tell somebody that something's wrong in their business, like the logo or something they're really, when I feel someone's really attached to, I've got to kind of break it down the right way. Because if I do it the wrong way, people, people are very against and say, oh, oh, I'm not changing my logo. I've got the car signage and it's on my flyers and my business cards and I've it's got the hoodies money. and the jerseys and all that kind of stuff. So we yeah. go, no. And uh, as you know, Com, we are huge on brand. Otherwise, you get lost in the marketplace. Totally. And and when I said that to you, I said, "Oh, Kylie, I, th- I, think, I think it might be a logo." <laughs> Hoping that uh, <laughs> that you that you would uh, stick around <laughs> because when you because when you tell something like that straight yeah. up, yeah. Uh, a lot of people do reject it. But you, on the other hand, um, <laughs> you know before walking out the door, I think you already had a design ready and the colors changed already. And then, you know, two weeks down, it's on the front of your studio. Speed, speed is something that you're very good at, Kylie. Where does, you know, where does speed come from? Was it just because I need to move it now because I got to get clients in or it's because, Hey, I trust the process. I'm going to do it. You know, where, where does that come from? Yeah. I can be a little impulsive at times, but 
I trust the process. That's really important to me. If I'm going to invest into something, then you've got to trust what they're saying to you. You've got to trust the guidance that you've been given. Like that is, yeah, just really important. And that's why I moved fast because I realized that if I'm going to grow the business, this is the first point. And I really got it. I looked at my logo and went, wow, I get this, especially if I'm scrolling through a screen. No one's going to see and resonate female pink. You know, even though I hate pink, it's not my color. I get why it's done. Yeah. Amazing. And, um, and then, yeah, you went ahead with the show. Uh, we sort of said, Hey, go, go. We call the hero video.com. And yeah. you went out and you said, yeah, I can go get, I mean, most people say, I don't want to get on video. I don't want to do it. But then you said, okay, I trust the process by the next day. I think you had your show already up online mm-hmm. and you had a whole bunch of women lined up and, um, yeah. a true testament to speed, the game of speed. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe that's why I've been fortunate to be successful because I have, like I said, I knew what I had was amazing and I just had to get it out there and I didn't need to come from me. It needs to come from your, your followers. It needs to come from the people that are in your community. And mm. um, that's what helps sell, you know, recreate women's fitness. The world's best kept secret. I think mm. we all have a bit of the world's best kept secret in our business. Yeah. Um, yep. Kylie, let's change the topic a little bit. Um, I want to talk about family. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about, you know, when you get into business, there's a lot of people who say, what am I going to get into business for? Oh, I want more time off. I want um, to be at home with the kids. Um, I want to work less and earn more, all those kind of things, right? And, and there's a, you know, for some people, um, it's the fast cars. For some people, they're holiday houses. And for fitness professionals, we work very hard. We're up early. We're at home at late. Um, yeah. I, I want to talk about your why and um, mm-hmm. what family means for you. And I guess, yeah, the struggles between running a business and also uh, running a family, um, three, uh, two boys, one girl, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How does that work, Kylie? Ooh, well, I'll tell you what, it didn't. Um, when I first <laughs> opened, <laughs> it didn't Well, stop just there, it didn't work. <laughs> When I first opened the business, it wasn't, I didn't have a business aspiration. I just, there was an opportunity, a fitness business, local women's franchise closed. And I was teaching outside and I had a group of women and I did think I needed space indoors. And the opportunity came at the wrong time. My daughter was one, my son was two and a half, my stepson was, you know, 12. But it was the right time, for I thought, to open because something had closed and women were looking for a space to train. So I got a space and I opened it up. So the only reason I did it was because I loved what I did. It wasn't, I didn't have aspirations of making heaps of money or I didn't even think about spending more time at home. It was just, I love what I did. I wanted to open more of a space and have people train with me. Um, that was it. That, that's how it started. But... As for my family time, at the at first it was terrible. I really sacrificed my family for my business, and it was pretty hard. It was really hard, and because I didn't know how to run the business, I didn't know how to market. All those sort of rookie errors made in the first few years. But I can honestly say, Rich, that I've never had to put my kids in after school care, or I've never had to miss out on going to one of their things at school by running a business. So there was, there's a lot of, there was 
you know, a lot of pros and cons, you know, had to wait up. So yep. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, and now, now in the business, um, 330 members, you have, uh, I mean, you have options and not mm. everybody has options if you don't focus on the growth and leadership and getting a team in and letting go and things like that. Um, tell me about your schedule now in regards to how much time you spend in the studio, how much time you spend at home. Yeah, okay. My schedule now is really, really good. Um, I work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday I'm at home, Friday I'm at home, Saturday, Sunday at home. Thursday I work on the business. Friday is yep. a bit more my own development day, and Saturday and Sunday are all about me. So I really, really have a great working schedule and great working life. If I want to have time off during the week, I can. Um, I've actually had seven weeks off already this year and it's only the 31st of March. <laughs> seven weeks off already. <laughs> yeah, ask my of... staff, they know. <laughs> yeah, and and, and I, I love these stories because these are the stories that, um, you know, sometimes we, we, you know, we raise, we raise all these different people up. But, you know, I just love, you know, people that are the celebrities in now, you know, in, internal business, you know, you're seeing you as the growth. And I think that's, I think that's huge. Seven weeks off um, over Christmas and so forth. That's, that's great because you can spend time with your family and do the things you yeah. want to do. And that's kind of like that whole dream, right? Why are you going to business in the first place? That's exactly right. Like people do, members do ask me, why aren't you here at night? Like, why don't you work anymore? I go, girls, I've done this. I've done all the hard yards. You know, I've got these young staff, you know, enjoy them and, and you know, and they, and they get it. They, they get it. I said, I want to be at home. I did make a lot of sacrifice at times for my, you know, working over my children. And now I'm not in that position. I can be at home. I can be a mum. I can go to their sports all the time. And it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I, I really love that. You tell your clients, hey, I'm, I've made the sacrifices. I've got some amazing team members for you and you're mm. okay with that. I think that's a really valid point because there's a lot of guilt sometimes when you're the fitness professional you're mm. the owner you've got to be there you know yeah was that, that a hard like, thing to switch over look at it had it was it was but um it was at the at, at the start but now it's not now i love it now <laughs> right. i love it like i really encourage my staff to grow and continue to grow as individuals and as trainers and develop and if you can do that with your staff it really helps um grow your business and it really helps you get time to step step back and and you know yeah just enjoy life mm. and that's where i'm at let's talk about staffing for a second um mm. short short started staff at the moment in the fitness industry what are your thoughts on staff how do you get a good staff member how do you keep a good staff member oh i think everyone knows this really um good staff come from internal it comes from your community. Every staff member in here is from my community, mm. every single one of them. They've been with me for years. They know my, my values, my, my mission, my vision. They understand the community. They, they really have a passion for what I do. And all my staff in this facility right now are past members. Wow, that's amazing. Um, mm -hmm. So find find the find the team in the staff. I love that. Yeah. And you touched on, you know, growing the team members. What do you do to continue growing? Do you do training yourself once a month, once a week? Do you bring 
other people in? Do you get them to go on courses? How do they continue to grow in the industry? Yeah, well, um, you know, through performance appraisals, when we chat with them, I want to see what direction they want to, would like to go into. Um, we get external coaches to come in and train. At the moment, we're doing um, strength and conditioning training with a national strength and conditioning coach and he's with us for the next 10 weeks then we're working on um more the mum safe side with jen dugard and the team there as well so it's yep. really really important to get them in and grow them um and get external coaches i think is really good yeah we have our team meetings but uh to grow them in the direction that they want to go um it's it's great to have external um mm. people come in i think um instead of you relying on you to do all of it because I don't know everything I'm still learning constantly and you're a big educator aren't you you always are learning you know and I, I love um, that about you you don't stop learning do you look there's so much to learn Richard I, yeah. I love it I get caught up in so many different things that as you know I yeah. think oh I'm going to do that I'm going to do that but um, yeah I think women's health is really um, massive at the moment perimenopause menopause you know body images image for teens is really big um, yeah yeah, and we work with all those ladies, uh, that massive, you know, avatar and niche in our in our facility. So mm. as a business, it's really important for us to be like market leaders within the Illawarra, in the industry, you know, with all these clients that we deal with. So that's why we constantly and I'm constantly um, learning and educating myself as well as the staff to, you know, resonate and work well and be known as the market leaders in the Illawarra for women's health. Love it. And a shout out to you. I mean, as you know, um, you know, you've been in our program for the last three years, Ninjas and now um, Scale Mastery. Um, you've, you know, you've passed that 500K mark and now you're going beyond to hit in the big million soon. And now you, you still keep turning up, Kylie, and you keep moving forward. And you always are turning up to, majority of the sessions and you're getting in there and you're learning now some people um decide okay i've i've got that 200 members i've got that 300 members i don't need to learn anymore but i see it from my side is it always the ones that are growing are the ones that are turning up but then you go out you go away and you you, you work your magic and then you and then you sort of we see through the results what is it, you know, I guess, what can you talk to those people that are in those, I guess they've lost the growth mindset. How do you get back into the growth mindset? How do you get back into the zone of learning and saying, yeah, I've learned this and I can keep growing to 400 to 500. Is there something, is there something there for you? Um, I think as I've grown, um, it's, it's grown my confidence as, mm -hmm. as a business owner. And, and even as an, as an individual, I think, I doubted myself for a long period of time. And then because I've grown and understood what I have is amazing, I'm mm. hungry for more. Yeah. I want to continue to grow. I don't want to sit back. If you sit back and you say, oh, well, you know, I know it all, I've done it all, then you're not going to grow. And you'll quickly, especially in this industry, die. This mm. is a fast turnover industry. There's a lot of new stuff coming through all the time and it's really important for me as a business owner to stay in the top of the game mm. and that is the only way that I will continue to survive in this industry and continue to grow the business and be where I want to be so I definitely wouldn't sit back and think that I know it all I really really and when it comes to marketing I 
I don't know anything, I'm hopeless. But when it comes to marketing, marketing's changing all the time, like Facebook ads and everything changes constantly. There's something new that's coming. I'm not going to know how to adjust or pivot this business if I wasn't working with a marketing professionals to help me through this, through the, through the challenges. Mm, so, so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, I want to talk about the future. And you probably get this question asked a lot to you. And this is a question that everybody asks everybody (laughs) who's doing decent and doing well. And the question is this, when are you going to franchise? Or are you opening up a second studio? Or can I license you out? Do you get those questions a lot, Kylie? I do. I do a lot. Yes. And look, I know if I franchised or even if I open another a studio, I would be really, really successful. I have no doubts at, a, at all. I really, mm-hmm. really don't. Um, Richard, but I'm happy and I'm not sitting back and getting complacent. I'm still growing. We've talked about this. I'm building a mezzanine. I just had the engineers and the builders in today um, talking about maybe I'm going too small, maybe I need it to be a bit bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm honing in on what's really important within the club and developing the staff but I'm also loving life. Like I said, I've had seven weeks off this year and I've been with family. I've been on holidays. I've, I don't want to, I still want to work hard and I still want to grow and I still want to make the, you know, the, the big league, but I don't need to do that to franchise to, you know, I don't want to, I want to work hard, but I don't want to do too much <laughs> if that makes does it make sense totally i know sense. that i'm a successful success to me is spending more time with family um going on holiday when you want to go on holiday um we're building a new house like you know i'm very fortunate um to be in that position but i don't need to franchise i don't feel i need another club love it understanding what the real meaning of mm. success is i think that's uh, such an amazing piece of advice right there from someone who's um, been there, done that, and uh, probably gone down many of those alleys and tried them and seen what other people are doing. So I think it's a really good tip there. Um, and I think that's going to you know, really resonate with anybody who's at that level and say, hey, do I need a franchise to be successful? Um, I think, yeah, focus on the profit, the profit revenues, the extra revenue streams that you're missing out on. Um, you know, is there money being left on the table currently? Um, you know, you do see, you know, these people that franchise and say, I've got all these new locations and that kind of stuff, but you've also got to, it is hard work. You've got to see the other side of the coin Mm. as well. The other side of the coin. I don't know if they're going to take seven weeks holidays. I'm not sure if they're doing that. I'm not (laughs) sure if they're being uh, at home um, every night with the kids and that kind of stuff. So think about, so think about what you guys are doing and what your plan is and what the the level of success means to you. Very, very interesting. So I'm looking forward to seeing uh, the growth in the studio next time I'm down there and yeah. uh, the new levels and things like that. But I've, I've loved, loved your journey. Uh, it, it excites me every time Thanks, because it's, it really comes down because this is what people are going through. They're going through the pains and, and the trials. And there's one thing I want to leave here is that um, I, I keep saying it it, it. it takes seven to 10 years. Oh, Totally. It's pretty much always right. Seven to 10 years. Yeah. Doing the same thing in the same place, the same market before you pop. Yeah. And just refining it all the time, learning, growing, learning, growing, believing and 
making it better every time. It's um, it's it's not an overnight thing. It's it's definitely a challenge. I could have done things way better, maybe got it a bit earlier, but no, I didn't. Uh, but yeah, it's it's true. You've got to put in the hard yards. You've got to be patient and trust. And if you believe and you're passionate about what you have, and you've got the right people, the right team, in the right areas, it'll be successful. Love it. Well, thank you so much, Kylie. Uh, thank you for lifting the lid a little bit on your business. And um, I think that, you know, it's a huge piece of what's going to resonate with a lot of people to continue going through the tough times because there is light at the end of the tunnel. There is light. Definitely light, Rich. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, and if you want to follow Kylie's journey, check out her Instagram. It's pretty cool. Recreate, Recreate Fitness, Kylie recreate fitness it is yeah recreate fitness you'll see yeah. kylie there um and um yeah check out she's doing some amazing things thanks everybody for tuning into this episode of the marketing muscle up podcast show that was kylie ray um from recreate women's fitness center she's also uh in our program com marketing ninjas uh and at the moment she's in the com mastery scale program so for, for those if you do want to um you know, if you are sitting on the fence and the sidelines and you're listening, you're listening, you're listening to these podcasts and you think something's still not right, I'd just recommend to reach out um, to us, go to the website and you can uh, find out a little bit more what we do and, and get off the fence. Hey, Kylie, get off the fence. Get off the fence. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time on the Marketing Muscle Up podcast show. Bye for now.